amounts of drug orders. When suspicious orders occur, companies must immediately notify the agency or risk losing their DEA licenses to sell or manufacture controlled substances, as well as face civil and criminal penalties. According to the documents and sources familiar with the settlement talks, Mallinckrodt was willing to acknowledge its responsibility to report suspiciously large orders placed by its customers, a network of wholesale distributors. But the company said that it should not be held responsible for what happens to its drugs once the distributors send them to their customers, such as doctors and pharmacies. Mellencrot contended that the DEA has never required manufacturers to know their customers' customers and that the agency provided the company with conflicting advice about its responsibilities under the law. Mallinckrodt took unprecedented steps beyond the legal obligations of a manufacturer. Mallinckrodt began monitoring downstream sales between wholesalers and pharmacies and proactively informed both its customers and the DEA of its findings, said Brian T. O'Connor, a lawyer for the company. The company continues to enhance its anti-diversion programs to this day. The proposed $35 million settlement comes as the nation's prescription opioid epidemic continues to worsen, with nearly 180,000 lives lost to overdoses since 2000. The Post reported in October that the DEA's civil and administrative enforcement efforts against the mammoth wholesale distributors that deliver painkillers to pharmacies stalled in the face of a stepped-up lobbying campaign by the drug industry. The Mallinckrodt case was something different, an aggressive attempt to hold a drug manufacturer accountable. Mallinckrodt was founded 150 years ago in St. Louis and became the leading supplier of chemicals for the emerging photography industry. Now based in the United Kingdom after corporate acquisitions, Mallinckrodt is one of the nation's largest manufacturers of oxycodone, a powerful opioid made from the natural painkiller found in poppies. When you get to the manufacturing level, it's hard to prove that they knew what was happening, another law enforcement official familiar with the investigation said. But they were making the product, they were willing to sell it to the country's largest distributors, and they had a responsibility under the law to detect and report orders that were suspicious. These orders were beyond suspicious. The investigation begins. The first hint that Mallinckrodt might pose a problem for the DEA came not from Florida, but from Tennessee. On July 7, 2009, members of a Tennessee drug task force in a sting operation seized several 100-tablet bottles of Mallinckrodt-made oxycodone. Task force agents alerted Mallinckrodt. The company's lot numbers were printed on the labels, allowing for easy tracking of the pills. Three days later, Mellencrot responded that the oxycodone had been prescribed by Barry Schultz, a doctor who ran a medical clinic in Delray Beach, Florida. The company said that one of its distributors, Sunrise Wholesale of Broward County, Florida, had sent 20,400 tablets of oxycodone to Schultz in the previous year. The Florida Department of Health had just issued an administrative complaint against Schultz for prescribing oxycodone outside the course of his professional practice. His medical office had become a thoroughfare for those seeking easy access to drugs, records show. On July 7th, the Mallinckrodt security director told DEA supervisor Paul Pete Kleisel in St. Louis about the Tennessee connection. Cleasel recommended that Mallinckrodt conduct an audit of Sunrise, and the company agreed, government documents show. 
The investigation seemed to stall there, but the events in Tennessee would later prove significant. At the time, the DEA's Diversion Control Division was ramping up enforcement efforts against the nation's wholesale drug distributors, including Sunrise, warning them and drug manufacturers that they would be held accountable if they failed to report suspicious orders. Under the DEA's distributor initiative, the agency had begun to make cases against large and small wholesalers. In 2010 and 2011, DEA investigators in several states started to see large amounts of Mallinckrodt's oxycodone being sent to Florida. By then, Mallinckrodt's blue 30-milligram oxycodone tablets had become so popular among drug users and dealers that they had a street name, M's, for the company's distinctive block-letter logo. Florida's lax laws, dishonest doctors, and unscrupulous pharmacists had turned the state into ground zero for the nation's prescription.